I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You are listening to Missed Apex iRacing Podcast. Let's get faster. Welcome to the Missed Apex iRacing Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Spanners Ready. It's the show where we talk about iRacing from a, a hobbyist point of view. We don't follow a series, but we might start one. Oh, bit of a spoiler. Don't worry. We are going to uh, address our iRacing gripes this week. So I've assembled the whingiest panel I can. I've got Kyle, negative energy power. How's it going, Kyle? Very well, thank you. You say at the start, let's get faster. I want to get angrier, basically. Yeah, you and, uh, you, and you, have a moan. You said to me, "I've just had it with iRacing." I think something happened with setting up a session, and you just threw your toys out the pram and stopped <laughs> stopped racing for a couple of weeks. Yeah, uh, yeah, dummy, dummy got spat. Um, was struggling with enjoyment, and then they decided to delete all my settings from my setting up the swarm sessions, and I did it in a bit of a tears. I'm okay. I just like a, any excuse to moan, and I've been given a few of them recently. Yeah, well, we are going to have a good old moan. I've asked our Slack group, our iRacing Slack group, to to give us the things that uh, gripe them, uh, that make them whinge and moan in iRacing, and we got an unexpectedly long list. It was huge. So uh, considering how much we love it and how much time we spend on it, the amount of complaints is massive. Oh, definitely. But it's like it's like families or wives or better halves and stuff like that. Like you love them, you spend a lot of time with them, but my God, do you not have some gripes with them? Uh, speaking of people you spend a lot of time with and have a lot of gripes with, uh, we've got Matt Durumpitz joining us on the iRacing pod. Oh, no, hey, it's good to be back. No, oh, that's good. Have you been racing much? I'm, I've been doing sort of the standard swarm and Wednesday afternoon races for the most part. Um, I've been tinkering around with other series, but I, they broke the load of 79 for me. And I've not really convinced myself to give the GT3s or anything else like that a proper try yet. How did they break the Lotus? Uh, they updated the tire model for it, I think. And now it drives differently to how it used to. So it's just... And just a bit of a challenge, but and you you're know, I, you're much too old to adapt to any changes at all. Uh, yeah, I mm. I need a certain level of consistency in my <laughs> services in order to um in order to be successful. Okay, and we're all going to take a leap into the unknown. Before we get to our whinges and gripes, I've brought on Mist Apex competitor and videographer. I'll see if I got that job title right. We've got Alex Drillsma joining us in the shed. Hello, Alex. 
Hi, Spanish. Thank you very much for having me. Long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> it's like you're a special <laughs> calling guest. Did I get your <laughs> job right? You were a video dude anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, video production. Little video production agency down here in Sussex called Praxima. We've made uh-huh. some fun stuff. Okay, and uh, I might put a link in, in the show notes if I can remember the, <laughs> yes. of, the, of the highlights video that you did of our Mist Apex F3 Cup. It looked, it looked incredible, like a movie. <laughs> I've got a few tricks up my sleeve that I could uh, I could use on that, but uh, fair play to iRace and their replay capabilities are pretty amazing. So having a bit of knowledge about how cameras work and whatnot sort of gave me a bit of an upper hand to make something qu- quite nice. Oh, if we've got time at the end, we might bug you for some iRacing camera tips. But the reason I've, I've got you on is because you approached us a little while back and said, I would like to do something in, in memory of my, my friend, Marlin, would you guys help me out with a an endurance event? And basically, we all got very excited, and we have run with it, and it is all set up for January the 15th. I hope you're happy with the way it's taking shape, and we haven't taken control too much, but I'd, I'd love the backstory on, on why you approached us. Oh, no, well, yeah, I can't thank you guys enough. I sort of came to you with this ridiculous idea and basically said, I want to do this, but it's now your problem, so please <laughs> <laughs> make this great for me. Um but yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, it's it's yeah, bit of a sad tale how it all sort of came to be. Um, a really good friend of mine called Marlon McGloon. He uh, he actually introduced me to Mr. Apex podcast, uh, as well as a few other friends. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a patron now and stuff. So he sounds yeah, like a, he, like uh, he was a great guy then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for that yeah, for that reason alone, me on it. Uh, a good friend of you, of yours, but uh, but sadly uh, died from cancer. Yeah, unfortunately, in the in the first lockdown, he got diagnosed with uh, with bowel cancer. Uh, really sadly, uh, obviously with COVID and stuff as well, it made appointments difficult and whatnot. Um, not sure that made any difference in the final. Uh, yeah, the final score keeping. Yeah, he, he unfortunately passed away back in August. So knowing how much he loved the podcast and whatnot, and mm. this, uh, I sort of took past it took part in a charity in, uh, charity sim race last year. I, I reached out to you guys and wondered if you'd want to put the Mist Apex brand on something to commemorate, commemorate uh, Marlin. Well, any excuse for pretend race cars and to all come together. And I think we are being ambitious. We're going to try and put in over 300 drivers around Silverstone uh, for 12 hours. And uh, we're going to do that in the GT3s. So if you go to mistapex.net forward slash enduro, and I will definitely link this in the show notes below, uh, then you can come and join us and register. Uh, but I, w- I will be a bit nosy about, about Marlin. Uh, what, yeah. kind of a, what kind of a racer was he? Was he any good? <laughs> yeah, he, he was pretty vicious on the go-kart track. Maybe not <laughs> as vicious as myself, but uh, bless on my, on my stag do, I did, I did beat him. And quite drunkenly, he would not let me forget that. He was <laughs> just every 10 minutes like, yeah, but in sector three, I was quicker than you, but there was nowhere to pass. And yeah, he was... Hang on. So was he horribly competitive then? Uh, when it came to go-karting or anything with cars, yeah, he wanted to be the best, no doubt. He, uh, yeah, his passion for cars and Formula One was unrelenting. So um, if he was a nice guy, but a bit of a knobhead on the track... <laughs> He would fit in very, very well with the likes of Kyle, who once the visor goes down, completely changes. Yeah, I I tried to be a nice guy and then a knob on track, but I think I get it the wrong way around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excellent. So I hope we can have a really competitive event. It is quite ambitious what we're, we're doing. We're opening it up to up to 60 cars, having two 
classes on track and uh, everyone can choose a GT3. You can join us as a team between two and five drivers, I think we said was about right we are going to have like a minimum participation rule for everyone uh, so everyone in your team has to do like an hour or something like that uh, but you can also just join as an individual and say gold or silver gold just means you're going to take it seriously you want to be competitive silver is going to be a total social and i wanted to talk to you guys about the silver class because it's for charity and uh, oh yes we are going to be collecting money for macmillan and it's a great it's a good cause because your friend was 39, Marlon was 39. Uh, yeah, 38, I think. Just turned 38. 38, that's, which is yeah. no age at all. And, you know, the more, yeah. the more we can do to, to help organisations that are trying to, trying to beat that, you know, this, you know, there will be a day, one day, where uh, cancer is kind of a, a memory. And the more money we can raise, the quicker that day comes. Yeah, absolutely. I know so many people it's affected. And so to, yeah, give a little back and help, hopefully... Mm pinch this thing in the butt would be brilliant yeah so all the entry fees we're doing a suggested uh, donation of 10 pounds a driver uh, the link uh, to the just giving page is there next to the entry form but of course any donation to help us to our target of four thousand pounds i think it's an ambitious target but we're going to go for it uh it, it is much appreciated now then kyle the god all of the really really cool people are donating more than ten pounds? <laughs> no, no, so no. Like, there's no all pressure. of us really cool people are putting way more in. <laughs> there's no pressure on that at all. But yes, a minimum of, of ten pounds per driver. So, any time I've suggested any of the this typical charity things that you do on events like this, one of you guys has kicked off in our little WhatsApp group. So, you know, first, you know, just as an example, a lot of endurance karting events you can buy back laps when you lose them, and you all went no, and you all screamed at me. Um, I haven't quite decided what I'm going to do with the charity class. For example, I had a thought that if you're in it for a social and you're not taking it super seriously, that's fine. But I was going to give the silver teams just enough ballast to kind of keep them out of the front competition. What do you think of that, Kyle? I think that could that could work. Or you could get it so you could make a sizable donation to penalize another team or something like that which would be good so say if people are getting a bit angry with somebody doing really well they can bung 20 quid in to <laughs> slap 10 kilos on them Ooh, that'll be that we, the thing is that you could like get a, a, a mob rule going there and you end yeah. up with that so yeah. we, are, we are looking at the mechanics of how the setups work so sometimes you you know i want a fixed setup but do you have a fixed setup that's just enforced and it's the only one you can click or do you have one where you can change all the bits, but we monitor it via VRS. haven't decided the particulars of that yet. But for example, if you get a black flag or you're running into your incident limit for a drive-through, I think it's okay for the silver class to to pay to get that black flag waived. Yeah, that makes sense. Like if you've made a complete Horlicks of it in the first 10 minutes and have done half your incident points, a sneaky £10 here and there to clear them will be... <laughs> would be ideal wouldn't it i mean who wouldn't take that up uh yeah and I'm, I'm desperately hoping that i can i can take part to some extent however i'm going to spend most of the time i think as the race director and doing a bit of stewarding because that was such a massive success in the the last missed apex round in round one when we had brad philpott as our live steward so i'm going to have a go at, at doing that hopefully get some help in because 12 hours is an awful long time alex and i'm i'm a little mm -hmm. upset that you didn't come to me and suggest a three-hour race I, I mean i was being kind 24 was uh the initial idea but i thought oh poor steve <laughs> i don't think we could do that to him yeah so steve uh steve 
Amy, our video editor, he is going to do the whole event. He's going to broadcast it all. I said, look, we're going to need uh, a change of broadcasters. I'm going to have to come in there and do some of it. And he went, nah, bugger that, he said. He didn't say that. I'll do it. I'll do it all. I can do it. Except it's he's in opposite world. So he's going to be up all night doing, <laughs> doing this broadcast. We're going to have a commentary team. We're going to make a real festival of it and i can't wait and i love the politicking for drivers has already started i've noticed you've slotted into a team kyle already i was slotted i'm a good little boy and a good sim racer and i go where i am put and i was i was pinched and dropped into a chat and i am on a team now i don't know how public it is but i'm being a good little boy and i'm driving where i'm put Uh, excellent and uh was straight in there alex you got Mm. your team sorted with your, well, your team silly of mavericks. Yeah. Silly season had begun. Henny had been taken, power had been taken. So, uh, yeah, I've gone through the Slack group and I've I've got myself a Dobbitsberger, a Flag, and a Stephen Williams. Well, they're all very fast, but I don't fancy your chances of finishing. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's all I'm saying. So, mistapex.net forward slash enduro. You can send any questions to racecontrol at mistapex.net. Get in touch. Uh, there's a Discord group that has been open for it. You can have a Discord channel for all your for your team and a sort of a general social. And we're hoping it will just be a really fun Saturday of iRacing. All right. Is it is it time to complain yet? I think Please. so. Let's have a whinge about the thing... Let's whinge about the thing we love and spend loads of money on, uh, the iRacing service. It doesn't have to be about the, the sim itself. It can be about the com- community. It can be about driving. So where where should we start? We'll start with one of the Slack group ones. And Oh, it's, it's yours, Alex. I just picked it up from the Slack group. Let's do this one. This is a good one to start. One X is at the points on track hey. where you lose time anyway. Explain yourself. It couldn't be any more aggravating, could it? Especially if you're near the incident limit. Get a one. You think I'll take a bit of curb here and uh, get in that one X, and um, yeah, it's it's just, we're in the inappropriate places where you you're going to slow down anyway. Carl, yeah, I presume that goes into um, getting slowdowns for it as well. Like when you've run off track or you avoid an accident, you go off track. You've already lost about five seconds, then you get slapped with a slowdown to add insult and to injury as well it can be absolutely infuriating and particularly on your one picking up one x's mm. where you see real life racers not picking up one x's so um not the corner of no name at spa running wide and certain people like oh turn four at, Bar- at brazil for instance you go slightly yeah. over the curb and it's a one x you're like no that is not right how am i supposed to drive without getting a one x there and be competitive i did notice that spa had improved in the latest official so at no name which is after the right hand hairpin and then left mm. before poo on um i did notice you could you could keep all some of your wheel on the curbing and use a lot of the green, and it wasn't penalising you. But it's not clear. You have to sit. No one sits and goes through the rules tab and has a look <laughs> at it. Just make it the line or or not. But the thing is, at Spa, any place you go wide, and at Interlagos, you do tend to gain time. And Cota, my goodness, you can aim. You can get a handful of time. Mm. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming we don't. In fact, that's probably more annoying because you get this tactic of people spending their one X's. In the officials, you've got a thing of going, well, you know, you're risking your license, but no one really cares about license unless you're competing in, unless you're the five people that compete in the F1 cars. No one really cares because you'd have to do something really wrong to lose your B license. You'd have to drive insanely to lose your B license. So now, does anyone really care about the 1Xs, Alex? 
Uh, well, example for for this was the Suzuka Ten Hour uh, this weekend. If you clip on the the end chicane, if you took the curb too much, you'd in, you'd slow down anyway. It wouldn't be a you wouldn't gain any time, but uh, you'd get that one X. And they were they're so limiting now on the amount of Xs you can get on these enduro races. I think it was forty X. So three hours in, we're already we're near the top and had a drive through. Yeah, and I would say that the one Xs do matter. If you're somebody who's a bit strange like me, who loves their SR and freaks out if you are anything other than <laughs> a a four point nine nine, you would the not one like Xs mine. Really, really hurt. Like I just don't like it. If I get an, an un- unnecessary one X, that really rattles me, and I get really anti. Okay, and this is going to mix in with one of my pet hates. I'm trying to look for my profile, and I have to log in. I have to find a race. There's no easy way to just go and see my my rating from the web thing. I should have opened the the UI. That would have done it. But I'm ab- about a 1.4 at the moment, Kyle. I think that would drive you somewhat. But I've been like that for like three months. I'm not even angry. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I'm, it just, come on, man. Yeah, I'll try my best. <laughs> yeah. no, but these can happen, particularly racing in F3 officials a lot. Like this can, this can happen. And I'm sure we'll get onto another gripe of, yeah, getting incident points through no fault of your own we can do that we can do that next very very irritating okay so i'm completely wrong you open the ui and on the home page it's right there at the top (laughs) (laughs) idiot so i am a 1.45 at the moment dancing on the edge but my i rating is 3014 i hit 3000 so i'm officially brilliant now and uh, it happened at spa which is a track i i love but like you said, death by a thousand cuts with the one X's. Every single race was like over 10X. So I ended up going down to that level. But since I got 3,000 and I did like three races in a row on Thursday afternoon, and then <laughs> I did one in the evening, hit the 3,000. And there's been a couple of occasions that I would have jumped into the sim since then where I haven't because I'm like, ooh, I, I am enjoying being over 3,000. Oh, and this is it. This is now you're starting to fall into the trap. I made a comment a while ago saying there is no fun above 4K. <laughs> yeah, above 4K no, rating and the, and the fun goes. You are, you are, and it's very easy to fall into that trap of trying to preserve your I rating, being scared to race because you don't want to lose. And it, yeah, it's, that's another great virus. And it's so easy to get into this hole and yeah. not use it for what it's for and to enjoy it. And yeah, it sounds like you're on a very... <laughs> A slippery slope there like don't fall into my trap so i think my next target is three and a half thousand just so i can have a bad run and still be in the top splits in in f3 because the racing in the higher splits in f3 is is, is night and day it's so different i did say with dory last week that i might have logged into catman's account a couple of weeks ago i mean a commentary account anyway whatever and that that i rating ended up putting me in the bottom split and it was just so random it was just madness there was people who just not taking the corners right, breaking in really unexpected places. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, no, no. I just want to maintain that that top splitness. Yeah, and this leads nicely into mm. one of my gripes. Like, um, it's more, not so much a gripe as in, I think it could be an improvement. As in, at the moment, I rating is like blanket for your discipline. Yeah. So you've got your four disciplines. But GT cars or tin top driving is extremely different from single seaters. So I'd like to see it done on category or class rather than a blanket because 
I'm pretty good in single seaters. I'm like above, I'm like 4.5 K in single seaters, but I'm more like a 1.5 or a 2 K driver in GT cars. Now, yeah. if I go to try GT, I'm instantly thrown into the top split and I'm last, you know, my I rating is not representative of GT driving at all. Yeah. So I'd love to see it based on discipline, but using your highest I rating as like a base modifier. So say you've got 4.5 K I rating of single seaters. You'll be then, there was like a calculation, they'll work it out and you'll be given a 2K I rating to start in GT cars. So yeah. I want to find my feet in GTs. I want to fight against people who are my speed and my skill and my level. But at the moment I can't because I'm with the aliens and I am far, far from an alien in a GT car. Which just gets back to the whole weirdness with qualifying, which is you're putting to splits based on I rating because I suppose it's a proxy for how fast you are. But the reality is you should be put into splits um, and, and arranged by your by your license, and then qualifying should just put you in with the people who you were closest to in terms of time. Yeah, like I love those events. You get some of the events. Some the radicals do it sometimes. Uh, the IndyCar did it. Like if you race on the Nordschleife or long tracks, you have a pre qualification first, and your splits are then not done on I rating. It's uh, done on who are the quickest people. You yeah. get put in your splits, and every time I've done one of those races. It's been nice because I'm just like, right, I know I'm going to be with people who are around about my pace and I'm not going to be completely out of my depth. Uh, the danger is, I guess, you can you can tank it, can't you, deliberately, and you end up with um, with some aliens who just fancy to... But this is why people tank. This is, this is part of the reason why people tank, because they want to go and learn a new discipline, but they don't want their really high I rating um, to put them in an unrepresentative split. Yeah. So that's kind of partly the reason I have seriously considered tanking my rating because I want to start afresh and go somewhere and find somewhere new and learn naturally, not, not nerf my yeah. I rating, which I want to keep for single seaters. Cause I still want to be representative pace in single seaters. I don't want to then destroy that and end up in a no man's land in either category. Why don't you just pay for two accounts and all the content twice? Just do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be fine. <laughs> uh, but Alex, just these two are just whinging, aren't they? Just be excellent at both, both dis- disciplines like you are. <laughs> time to time it very track dependent but i do yeah i do enjoy a gt3 um so it's good to know that yeah maybe power wasn't the one to uh to get into my team oh yeah yeah well there you go he's not in your team now though is he no 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 you no. lost you, lo- you missed out so someone you, you, uh, bagged him yeah you're better you off dod- you dodged a bullet there so i think obviously <laughs> in this might be a uh, like a unique problem to our kind of people or a problem we face specifically because we went in so hard and so heavy on single seaters when we first started and now we're looking at the broader world and we're like oh man we're like one trick ponies and we're rubbish at everything else yeah exactly that i really wish i had broader horizons when i started and just started doing a mix of everything but even then it still wouldn't be balanced it would still be completely uneven i'd be getting more i rating for my single seater races i suppose it would be offset by the gt races but i'd like a true representation of pace in each discipline where it comes to multi-class, that's a slightly different kettle of fish. I'm not sure how to do that. But for single-seaters versus GTs, there's room to do that there. That, that is the fear, isn't it? You get so used to like the open-seaters, you don't want to commit to that and be excellent in that field. And you feel if you go to GT3 or oval racing, you'll somehow lose that ability. That's why I won't even touch another sim, because iRacing is a certain way compared to others. And I don't want to sort of forget that sort of uh, muscle memory. Yeah, I don't want to do another racing sim, but just quickly, if anyone has any recommendations for a good driving game that I can use my sim rig for, I'd be really interested, like a kind of GTA type thing. 
the the new fours has just come out. It's meant to be brilliant, and it's meant to be exactly that. Oh, okay. So a little bit more arcadey, I guess, is, yeah. what, is what I was looking Simcade, for. I think they call it. <laughs> Simcade, I like it. Sorry, Kyle. I was just, I was just going to say, um, you want to be fast and you want to excel in everything that you do. And your eye rating is something you want to be proud of. And it's as easy to get into this hole where you're trying to preserve it. So this is why I think the system as it is at the moment, essentially, if you're basically like one trick ponies <laughs> as we are like if you concentrate doing one thing yeah you are then essentially penalized and marginalized for being successful in that one thing and then you are essentially humiliated and put off by trying something else yeah i mean only within the road kind of sphere so oh, i mean yeah. i mean so i i do love to jump on the the lucas oil trucks where i am put appropriately at the lowest split and i mean with just other just jumpy lunatics that crack. I, I do love that. And then in the ovals, I've only just gone out of the the rookies, so that's good occasionally, especially when you've had one too many sherbets and you don't want to risk your your A license. You can jump on an oval where where actually I tend to just easily win. Like <laughs> that's the only time I get on the podium is when I go and do the ovals because people in the bottom splits of the ovals are random. Like there's only like one person on the lead lap by the end of the race. Uh, let's get to the next gripe. It is from Jose. And he says, getting punted from behind and receiving a 4X. Matt, where's the, where's the justice in that? There is absolutely, positively no justice in it unless you break too early. <laughs> yes, there, and there are lots of people in our, in our little group who they will hit someone from behind and they will go, yep. oh, I'm so sorry. I just didn't expect you to break so, so pathetically early. I mean... Completely my fault, but you broke halfway down the straight. Who breaks five meters from the apex? I mean, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. That excuse gets peddled out so, so much. But I don't know. Let, let's put it the most positive spin from iRacing's point of view. That was a big positive to me to start with, which is both drivers get the forex. So it's just bad to avoid avoid contact. All contact is bad. So that's that's where we're starting from. But then you do wonder whether there could be an algorithm where if you break in a reasonably normal place and someone just absolutely thumps into the back of you, you don't also, it's like, yep, you're out. You've got eight minutes repairs. Oh, also 4X. Off you go. Yeah. Or you could just say the person, uh, who if you get hit from behind, then the person who hits you is fault, just like it is in the real world with insurance and stuff like that. I mean, you smack someone ahead of you and you're driving a car. They're not going to go, well, it's kind of both your faults, really. It's it's yeah. going to be your fault. I mean, you know, maybe you could argue about who caused it, but, you know, legally, the it gets assigned to one person. And it is it is very frustrating if you take, um, as Kyle does, and, and as I do, too, if you, if you take your SR a bit seriously, nothing is more tragic than to just go down the straight, into turn one, there's a huge all of smoke, you lift, and the next thing you know, someone's just absolutely driven through your gearbox. Now, that felt a bit targeted for those of us who care about our safety rating, you know, after I've been talking about my A1.45. Yeah, it's it's absolutely true. For, like, a while, I, I had a really good, good streak. I think my record was um 12 races without an incident point wow. consecutively. I got like the safe driver level three and I got that and I was aiming for 15 and I'm like, yes, I'm going to get it. I'm, I'm going to get it. I'm not going to make a mistake. And I'm, I was winning FR 2.0 races at this point. I'm not just dawdling around. I was on a really yeah. good streak and I was really 
happy. And then I went to do to do an F3 race at Interlagos, my favorite track. <laughs> <It's not laughs> and um, and yeah, and some guy in front of me slammed the brakes on on the first lap going into turn five, which you know, the fast right up the hill. Um, he did apologize afterwards, but again, I'm into the back of him. It's four X and then I got hit again. So by the end, of, and I'm trying to get back to the pits, by the end of the lap, I've got eight X. I'd had like 4.99 forever and ended up finishing the race and got slapped to like minus 0.3 oh SR. And it was just absolutely insulting. I was just, I felt sick at the end of it. I couldn't believe it. I still remember you ranting about this. It was like a year <laughs> ago. And I, yeah. I, the memory of you, ah, my 4.9. I'm like, you've still got loads. What, what's wrong with you? So let's, uh, <laughs> let's do the case for, for the defence. Firstly... I think the protest system seems to be a lot more responsive at the moment. Certainly within our community, we're getting answers back quickly. And it seems that uh, th- we seem to have like worked out the code of what they say when it's a successful thing and what they say when the, when the protest has been dismissed. But I don't know if you remember Mia Suzuka. I, ha- I had two awful just rushes of blood where I spun at the bus stop and then I just tried to pin it back on track. T- didn't realise I'd need like the whole track as the turning circle and like, wiped out a column of cars and then did it on the hairpin as well on the exit. Both times, just a rush of blood going, oh, I was doing really well. And then I mucked up, get back on, get back on. And I was, oh, had a word with myself. Both times they protested and it was a successful protest, but I didn't get like a ban or anything. They were just like, hey, that's bad. Don't do that. Which is, I guess it kind of worked. I was ashamed and I admitted it on here, but at least it's responsive. At least you feel like there's a human touch. And I think, that's what you can miss with the automatic system is people can drive super aggressively, force you off the track, but avoid the contact. If there's no human element to that, you know, there's, there's less, of, less pressure. But I think they've been doing well with the protests is all. Uh, Kyle? I think they've been doing pretty well with it. It would be great to have, and I completely, you know, I'm agreeing, agreeing with Jose, that it would be great if you could have a blame-assigned system, but as part of the defence, or appeal. fall back on, yeah, on appeal. Like, um, the fallback from that is this used to happen in Formula One games in public lobbies. I used to try and do quite a lot that that has a blame assigned mechanic. So if you essentially go into overtake somebody and you get overlapped of them, all they need to do is just turn into you and semi spin themselves and you, and you will get an automatic drive through penalty, drive through penalty. Oh, so man. the system is open to abuse. to abuse. I'm not saying iRacers would ever do anything like that. Of course they wouldn't, <laughs> <laughs> but the system is there open to abuse. But also what I've noticed lately as well, and I, someone can back this up. This is only anecdotal is I've noticed a lot more zero X's and a lot more of the contacts not resulting in, in massive damage. Yeah, that's, that's good because it's another sort of small gripe of mine while yeah, I was around on. the gripes of um, the, the net code 4X. I've had so many of them when you're driving past an, in, an incident, there's cars in the air, you're, you're crawling past it and bang, you've got 4X. Or you notice at the end of the race, you're like, I've had a 0X race, brilliant. And you check and you're right and you're actually on 8X. It's like, huh? Yeah. Like why? <laughs> because you've driven past two accidents. That is infuriating. Hang on a minute. I just realized I I'm embarrassing myself with my... My safety rating, Alex. What are you on? What's your what's your SR uh, sitting at? <clears throat> I've just done the the, the enduro race, so I, I was one point four or one point <laughs> okay, five. Good. So because thank God for the the enduro thing, it got me back up to four point five or something. I was going to but... say because in our F three series, I've been lucky enough to be kind of up up at the end where you're. At least I'm an inconvenience to you guys at the moment. But you're Easy. you're so aggressive. Like I'm genuinely frightened of you on track. Uh, I'd argue others are more aggressive, but yeah, (laughs) 
probably uh, Boomsma and Drillsma maybe need to be avoided a little bit more than others. <laughs> oh, naming and shaming. Oh, I love it. I <laughs> love it. loves it. He uh, loves it. And um, here's a question for some of you faster guys. So you and Kyle here, you know, both top pace in our, our, our F3 series. Me and Matt, a bit more of an executive pace. Do you you treat the cars differently and go for an overtake or, or a potential defence differently based on, on who it is? Because what, what I found is when I took the pace jump, Kyle, I get absolutely no respect at all from the faster guys who are like, what what Spanner's doing up here? Right, I've got to, get, got to clear this bugger. Whereas I think if you if all the cars were painted white, it would be a, a bit of a difference. Um, there is a bit of that and no offence to anybody um, in the map championships at all. But there are certain drivers that if you know they are clearly like one and a half seconds slower than you per lap, you will be more inclined if you get half a sniff to have a lunge or at least show your nose. One thing we are very lucky to be graced with is a fantastic racing attitude in our community yeah. community and a lot of respect as well so certain people will not want you behind them so they will make your life easier for you but then there are other drivers who are you know a very similar yeah. pace to you are very quick that you wouldn't have a half a half-hearted well not even a half-hearted lunge you wouldn't have an aggressive lunge because you know they can outbreak you you know they will react and fight hard so definitely there is a bit of that coming through the field with certain drivers you know that they're you know that they know that they're slower than you. You know that they know they're trying to get their best yeah. results. So you kind of, you can play to that a little bit, but again, it's about respect. We can't just go and lunge and throw it up the inside and expect people to, to, to jump, to jump out of the way. So yeah. to a certain aspect, you treat everybody the same, but you can take more liberties with some drivers over than others. So I watched back uh, the replay of our, the round one into Lagos. And I noticed that our defending champion who did really well and had a, a big lead already from round one no one fought him no one fought him on his way back including me i was just like well champ's there no point me losing time so i i think we all need to club together to stop to cut that out and and start fighting everyone and i have to admit there's a few you know behind like i was just at the point where like say dobitsberg sorry to anyone who doesn't know our championship but where alex here and dobitsberg were, were around me i was like right i can i can inconvenience these guys i can fight them i can make it hard but you guys are like, what's that turnip doing up here? And then you just like start slapping me about a little bit. Uh, but when Danny came through, I was just like, oh, there's no point getting in his way. And then when I watched it back, just he just cruised. So we've all got we've all got to start fighting the top top guys as well as the people in and around us. I think in our little championship, Alex. That, yeah, that's probably one of my gripes. Actually, is the really quick guys getting on the old radio and going, yeah, coming through mm. and. Uh, yeah, it's that. Oh, yeah, it is whoever they are quicker. I'll move aside. It does make it things a yeah. little bit easier. Yeah. Uh, well, Brad's admitted to doing that on the on the game radio, hasn't he? He just goes, I'm coming down the inside. That's your problem. <laughs> and like you guys in the karting where if I'm coming to overtake you, you'll just put your hand out and go, no. And I'll go, oh, oh, I guess there's some reason that I shouldn't overtake. Yeah, I call the karting movie, put your hand out as Brad's race crufts. Yeah, it's stay. not his race craft, it's like his craft, stay. Stay. He's <laughs> like, do not come back on me. Um, yeah, like even I, when when we've got Danny or someone coming through the field who you know is quicker, like, yes, I'm fighting in the top five, but I know Danny's faster. I don't fight him too hard because I know it's just going to damage me as much as it's going to damage him. And I know I've got other people like Drillsma, who's also really quick coming through. And there's like the Lucas who are also going to be coming through. I don't want to lose time to them in a battle that I know I ultimately cannot win. 
So it's 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 looking at the bigger picture sometimes. But yeah. Again, you don't have to. We still do have drivers who will, regardless of pace, will fight you to the death. And that is absolutely fine as well. I almost rub my hands together when I'm involved in a battle like that because you'll know you'll ultimately come out on top and you want to race and it's really, really fun. Like the most fun I've had in iRacing for a long time was recovering from my terrible amateurish mistakes in race <laughs> one and race three in the map championships and coming back through the field. That was really, really fun. And I had some fantastic battles with people. We're, we're blessed with a very good field. Yeah, and I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but but I found recently, and especially in the official practices, that I will be on a hot lap and someone will come out of the pit lane and decide instead of letting me get on with my hot lap. Oh, is this a new gripe? It's a new, well, this is a connected gripe. And, okay. and where I'm going is, I know this is one of Kyle's favorite gripes because it's finally happened to me too, is back markers. But I think this is kind of the same thing. Because they'll come out of the pit lane, like like you make the turn one at Spa, and you've you've taken three tenths off three laps in a row, and you're like, okay, I'm getting down to my ultimate pace here. Car's a little bit lighter, tires are all the way up to temperature. And what'll happen is they'll be far enough ahead of you, they'll pin it all the way down the straight, and then inevitably they'll slow you down or crash and entirely ruin your lap. And it's just it just drives me nuts because it's a practice you're on cold tires full fuel why are you why are you doing that i i cannot even yeah. begin to fathom and you can see like i'm number three in this session or number two in this session why are you doing this i don't understand so it. you're have your see when we're talking about the reputation of the driver of course when you're putting to into an official session that number that you have can play a big psychological difference like even when you're wearing you're like hey I'm the number two around here, guys. You've got to let me through. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I think you probably do. And if someone's coming through or you're near them, you, you do go, oh, that's the, tw- that's, the, that's the number one seed. Like, I might not win this, this fight or oh, I should be beating 26, that mug. Yeah, and this ties into my I rating across the um, classes thing. So imagine how I feel was ranked car number one and being last <laughs> <laughs> in some sections. Everyone's like, it should be quick. I'm just, I'm really yeah. not. I'm just being humiliated. But I agree with um, Matt. This happens um, quite a lot and it is another gripe of mine. Um, and I've seen this argument erupt on Reddit quite regularly, actually. Every couple of weeks, this comes up on Reddit. Um, basically, yeah, it's in a practice session, an official practice session. You're on a, you're, you're on a run, you're doing five, you're five laps into a run, you're trying to get some time and somebody comes out of the pits or is recovering off the track, clearly you've ruined their run or is not on a run and they just won't, they'll, just block, they'll actively block you. And yeah. there is absolutely no point. And quite a lot of people to make defense of that is those, oh, if you just want a hot lap, just hot lap on your own then. So, well, that's not really an argument. I want to be on track with other people to gauge the pace of them on the track at that same time in those same conditions. So it's just common courtesy. Sometimes you want to race. And I've actually asked people over the talk, do you fancy a race? Do you want to fight or do you want to be let through? Some people want to race in a practice session and that's fine. But just ask. Don't just block people. Over the talk? Look what old man powers. Oh, it's over the talky talk. Uh, Alex. I think similar to the similar gripe really is uh, not towing when you're when you're fully damaged. Like just get out of the way. Like you've got three wheels, just just move. Uh, the amount of times been taken out by someone who just shouldn't be on track and should have towed. I know that it's painful towing. There's two minutes there, but you're gonna ruin everyone else's race. And this brings us to back markers. And I know it's a difficult thing to be, 
because because uh, I've been I've been in like complicated situations where you know uh, someone just plows into you, plows into you at the bottom of the hill, and you know you're in for eight minutes of repairs, so you are a backmarker. But then you get out, and then you're faster than some people or slower than other people, sort of trying to figure out you know yeah. how I can still get round and gain back any places that might be there without getting in people's ways. But if you're just flat out being lapped because you're slow, and this happened to me at Donington, um, three laps from the end, running like fifth, blue flags in front of me all the way down the straight, decides to go into the last chicane ahead of me, locks up, and I collects it, but right in front of me. So now I'm on the brakes, and the guy behind me comes past, and it was a huge net code. It was a 4X. I had to pit, get repairs, completely ruined my race. Just, just. Make better decisions, please. That's all I ask. <laughs> okay, we're going to move on a bit. Actually, we've just seen uh, uh, Lukash in Lukash in the chat. who says, oh, no, I'm late. Don't worry. To make up for you being late, we're going to jump onto your gripes next. And you did a long, long list of them, actually. So uh, just very quickly. The they're pretty good. A uh, list of rants in no particular order. He says, ridiculous pricing, no support for mods, outdated in-game UI, lack of efforts to educate drivers, uh, numbers at the end of names and uh, spanners getting to 3,000 before me. Ha 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 I did it by aiming for 13th place every time and like just picking up like 10 I rating at a time. Um, there's some good ones there. Let, what's your favourite out of that, uh, Kyle? I believe he may have had a blue flag one in there as well. Oh yeah, we've covered blue flags. Uh, 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 okay, here we go. Uh, hmm. How many people think blue flags are mandatory? And this is it. Yeah. That's that's the thing. So for road racing, I believe, yeah, road race, single class road racing, blue flags should be mandatory. I think they should be mandatory because you are not going to win or help anybody by holding the leaders up. Multi-class, I completely get why they would rather. Yeah, of course, it's multi-class racing. And oval, you want to stay on the lead lap. I totally get lappers fighting the leaders in oval, as annoying as it may be, but there is a genuine reason you can still genuinely gain. If you're in a road race, regardless of the length of the race, if you're being lapped, you have no, you are not going to gain anything by holding the leaders up. So I do not know why they are not mandatory. And I find it infuriating that it's not. Yeah, you, you get out of the way, you get in the slipstream and you stay so close behind them that they assume that the stupid back marker they've just overtaken is going to punt them, scare them off the track. They have to tow and pit and now they're back markers as well. And you can race them. Yeah. And it's just stress. You just don't need that. You're there, you're stressed, you're fighting in a battle and you're seeing someone, you're coming up on them and it's like, please be nice to me. Like, please be nice. <laughs> and as I said on the pod previously, it works two ways as well. I've been out the front or I've been in a very comfortable podium position, come up on a couple of back markers in their own battle. I've got a huge gap behind. I've come over to talks and I've said, <laughs> come over the talk. <laughs> Sorry. Get, yeah, get um, on the talks, I'll guys. I'll come over talks and I've said, you crack on guys. Don't let me through. You get on with your own battle. I'm quite happy sitting here for now. Like, you know, you don't have to lap everybody. If they're in their own battle, leave them to it. If you've got a big gap behind, there's no worries. But my general rule of thumb with backmarkers is get out of the way or get in the sea. Pretty much. It's pretty black and white. Wow. Elitist. Elitist scum. Numbers at the end of names. If you're forcing people to use real names, at least make some effort to display them correctly. Uh, me and Catman uh, both have uh, both requested changes of names. And when I did this three years ago, they were like, no, absolutely no nicknames. But I don't know whether it's because we made the case that it was a media account, but he is Chris Catman Turner, and I've got Richard Spanners Ready as my iRacing name. So that was cool, because he was 
Chris Turner 4 before, and it definitely looks rubbish. And uh, yours as well, Kyle. Like, they let you put an X in the middle. That's quite good. Yeah, I had to change mine. And, yeah, because the original Kyle Power had never turned a wheel. It started an account and never done anything. So I asked to I asked to all different sort of um, scenarios. I don't use my middle initial out of principle. I'm not going to go into it. So I just said X to denote an official. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, okay, then bang, there we go. So Kyle X Power it is. Kyle Xavier Power. Yeah, I like that. I, I've got a, 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 I'll take issue with the no support for mods. I, I don't know any online game where there's been user mods where they haven't just wrecked it and then thinned out the herd for the rest of the multiplayer games. And, and people would just do ridiculous stuff and it would break. I don't know. I'm not a fan of that. What, what, what would you want to do with a, a mod, Alex? Uh, no, I'm, I'm totally uh, in your camp. Yeah. There. I just think anything that also is going to take more of the CPU power running in the back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Forget it. Leave, leave iRacing to do what they do best and, and uh, make a fantastic game with the all the experts they have. Game, he said it. Sorry, Every, everyone drink. Everyone oh, drink. God. Trumpets. <laughs> and this brings me to another thing that I find eternally frustrating: is the just poor usage of computer resource in general of the thing. Now, I, I know everyone has been having fun at my expense because my computer's <laughs> yeah. crashing all the time. But I will tell you, number one, until the last iRacing update, I had the same system running the same way and I had no problems with it whatsoever. So one thing is the updates, because a lot of times they do break stuff with those updates. And if you're someone who's uh, who, who's not a main case user, if you're out there on the fringes like me, but I've got a laptop, I've got a I've got a 1060 GTX card, my CPU is 2.8 going to 3.8 turbo it's not it's not a piece of it's not a paperweight it yeah. should be able to do what i'm asking it to do and yet somehow because the original program was was uh, designed however it was they've never updated it to to take advantage of modern computers and and that means you wind up spending not just money on their content but you're constantly spending money to stay ahead of whatever unpredictable curve they are on with their technology it's like an old roman town where oh it's really nice to go around the streets of colchester and it's got a lot of cool stuff but the roads are really narrow because they just built everything on top on top on top on top whereas you go to milton Keynes and like yeah it's milton Keynes, but at least they've got separate bike lanes because they got to think of it kind of is, is that the kind of thing they've never they've never torn it all down and built it back up so it's on a pile of kind of old roman bricks uh, alex yeah, this is my biggest gripe as well. It's, it's built on the, uh, I, I'm not that savvy with stuff, but it's built with uh, DX11, okay. that graphic model, which is from 2009. So they're still using that. And uh, they brought out DX12 in 2015. So for them not to update it and, yeah, use the power, I've got an amazing GPU, but it's not seeing like a third of the VRAM. Oh, isn't it? Go it on has. then, show, show off what, what you're rocking. Uh, I've got a... Ridiculous. I got a 3090, which Blimey. is not remotely <laughs> using any of that power. Wow. Which is so frustrating. Well, because I bought it thinking, oh, wow, I'm going to be VR, 90 frames, everything on high. Mm. Uh, not the case. So the case. I've got a related gripe to that is that the, the graphics are too complicated with the settings. You know, like which setting? Oh, we were trying to play with something to get rid of a stutter, which we think is actually an iRacing issue now, a stutter in the VR headsets. 
But I like changed one thing, and then I I thought, well, that'll that'll maybe that'll help. I got into the sim, and suddenly everything looked like eight bit, <laughs> and it looked really. And I was like, well, it's just too complicated. I don't know what any of the things do, and there's a hundred options. And I'm I'm pretty old now. I'm forty one. I can't be dealing with all of those options, Carl. No, I like the fact that there are quite a few options in there, in there to mess about with. But it's going back to it links into Trumpet's point as well, like. My my system, I've got a 2070 and RTX 2070, not the best card, but not a bad one. My system ran beautifully. It was butter smooth. It ran lovely before this last update. Now the graphics are terrible. I've tried redoing all the configs and I have this stutter, these micro stutters now to the point at some tracks, I tried the Roval in IndyCar the other day and it was unplayable. I turned it, I rage quit. I turned it off in a rage, put all my lovely system. I've spent thousands of pounds worth you know, of money on away in a, in a hissy fit and went and played civilization five on my laptop because <laughs> I was so angry at these stutters and it not before it, it worked beautifully before. And now it's almost yeah. unusable on certain tracks. And that's very, very, very frustrating when you spent a lot of money on kit. I opened up Rome total war again because I didn't want to lose my 3000 I rating. I was like, mm, what should I do? <laughs> I played Rome total war instead. Uh, Alex. It, it, this is the thing is it i mean the updates are it's bittersweet it's it's awesome that you are paying for this service so to get this free sort of content and everything updated and made better it's fantastic but yeah. when they announce oh we're bringing out 3d grass you're like oh my god that's 10 <laughs> frames <laughs> per second i'm losing or, or rain you go oh great oh god yeah <laughs> and and we should reiterate this is a service we we love and we're into it and there's so much right with it but we're just letting ourselves have a, an episode with a bit of a with a bit of a moan and a bit of a whinge, uh, Matt. And if we're going to complain, I know I saw this in in the complaints on Slack, but I think it is entirely justified. One of the things that really bugs me the most is that they require you to buy the brand new content, and you're not allowed to test it at all. Uh, yes, someone's got a very good. Uh, oh, that was EJ who said the test drive feature or lack of is a really big miss on the service uh, it does feel like by buying blindfolded yeah i mean that doesn't why not just be able to do everything on your own I mean, it's, you're downloading it all anyway and then but if you want to race it then maybe charge there i don't know what's where's the floor alex uh yeah i mean yeah you gotta be able to test drive some of this stuff i bought the uh the bmw gt4 because uh, I really enjoyed the BMW Cup, and um, it's just it was awful when it first came out. Just yeah. I hated driving it. I've, I've not touched it since. So yeah, there's a couple with me as well. Um, I, I know people like the 3.5, but as soon as I drove that, I was like, oh, I don't like this at all, and I never, I've never bothered, and it just feels like a, a waste of money. But what it does do is it then makes you reluctant to the next time. So the next time you want to mm. you want to try it, you go, Ugh, last time I got I got stung. I'll just stick to F3. I did exactly that with the IRO one. I was like, oh, this, yes, is, this yeah. is, did I like did the things sort of drove it. And I'm like, what on earth? Why is this? I want my, well, it cost with tax. It's like 17 quid in the end. I oh, know. No, no, that's for tracks. It was like 14, 15 pounds in the end. I'm just like, well, I've driven it a couple of handful of times and that's it. And I've got four or five cars where I've done that. Yeah. Like spent my says the best part of like, you know, oh. getting on for a hundred quid of content that I'm not going to use. And if I just had to try before you buy, you probably buy never more. Have it. You, well, you probably buy more in the end because you try all the other stuff. And uh, Dory, who's dropped into our chat there, bullied me into trying the nine eleven. I, I think I may have done two laps around Hungaroring and gone. Oh, oh, I don't really think much of that. That's impossible. I'm not good enough to drive that, and uh, I've not gone back to it since. 
Uh, anyway, the, the time has flown by. Uh, we don't normally do these kind of panel discussion shows. And I hope if anyone from iRacing is listening, please do see this for what it is. You know, it's it's uh, it's a kind of love letter in a way because we, we do love the service uh, so much that you know we want it to be perfect. You know, it's like, like whinging about your partner, isn't it? I suppose. You know, wouldn't I wouldn't be without my missus now. You know, I'm I'm used to her. She's like she's like one of the family, really. Uh, Alex. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. We love it. We love the competition. And that's why week 13 is so bad. Oh, go on then. That's, let's end with oh, that no. gripe. I hate week 13. I love it. <laughs> what? Let, let, let Alex do the case for the prosecution first. And then it's you can just madness. Stick in like your yeah, Formula Vs with Radical or whatever. It's just, yeah. And on tracks I, you don't usually have and don't want either. But I will tell you the thing about it that is good is there are races you can do and not worry about your I rating. And I think that there's there's a use case there that maybe iRacing are missing a little bit somehow uh, where where you can have a fun race that's competitive. Okay. So Spanners will only be doing week 13 now. Keep no, okay, yeah, yeah, from now on, I'm only doing week 13. But look, there's a, the dad curse, the, the dad gamer curse, where every I've given up on consoles because, you know, you, you're scrambling for time to play. You finally get, like, the kids are asleep, Wife's gone out. You go, right, I've got, I've got two hours ahead of me to play. I'm, yes, Halo 3, I'm going to get on it. You, you press the Xbox. Hey, here's 14 hours of updates. You know, <laughs> So there's that kind of dad curse that it's not there convenient for you. I bet that happens with a lot of dads and mums on iRacing as well, that you go, oh, finally I get to do some competitive stuff. And then it's week 13. You can't use the F3 you spent 20 quid on. It's none of the tracks that you spent $17 a pop on or whatever it is. It's now you've got to like do your formula v versus a, a renault 2.0 or or there's options there that that you don't have the content and so it's actually asking you to buy more content that you're going to use that week and maybe that week alone and might not even be in the next week that it's very frustrating with the pricing week 13 make everything free i'm all over it all over it i'll be in there and i might even buy some of the things i fall in love with but at the moment i'm like no i completely agree with that if they made the content, the shiny new shakedown and week 13 ridiculousness that uses some of the new cars sometimes. If they make that um, free content for everyone, they'd arguably get more sales yeah. because yep. everyone will try it and think that was great. Yes, gimme, gimme, gimme. Um, I love week 13. I think it's brilliant. It's a nice way to blow off steam. There's no IR, there's no um, SR. It's just pure, silly fun. And sometimes, as I said earlier, I guess it's, it's so easy to not have fun, to forget to have fun when you're doing it and taking it too seriously. So I think week 13 is a nice sort of blow off of steam um, to go and do it. And you get some ridiculous things. Like some of the best races I've ever had have been in an F3 versus Skippies versus the USA Air Pro at Oran Park. It's just hilarious and it's brilliant. And I would do race after race after race. And I'll be on week 13 most of the week. Okay, Kyle. Stop saying iRacing is about having fun. It's not. It's about things that are way more <laughs> achievable than making my career go well or growing as a person. Okay? So that's what it's about. And we enjoy the frustration as much as we do uh, the, the, the victories. But speaking of silly fun, the show has been silly fun. I like a whinge and a moan. The important thing is go to mistapex.net forward slash enduro and come and at least check out the details of racecontrol at mistapex.net via email if you've got any questions. 
minimum donation, £10, all for a great cause. Uh, come and compete for the Marlin Cup and race with Miss Apex round Silverstone for 12 hours. That's so long. You'll need at least oh, one or th- or three friends to come and do it with you. And if you don't have any mates, then sign up as an individual. Tell us if you want to do the gold, super serious, or the silver, more of a social class, and uh, we'll find you a team. So get there, mistapex.net forward slash enduro. Follow us, all of us on social media. You know where we are by now. Until next time, work hard, be kind, have fun, don't spend too much money, whinge about everything, get faster, bye! I don't feel like I nailed that outro, if I'm honest, Matt. I feel like... You seem like you were scrambling a little bit. I felt like I left some on the table. Maybe I should (laughs) start writing stuff down. (laughs) You're not struck with beard envy. Yeah, oh yeah, (laughs) hang on, let's focus in on the stream. It's just focusing in, that's so much beard, and it's so much shockingly ginger beard as well. Uh, I was talking about Alex's. Alex's is like kept. It's probably got like beard wax in it and everything. Mine's just got like bits of food and like unwashed body juice. You honestly look like you're about to attack the 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 hated English. That's what you. That's what that beard looks like. Now that is, uh, I now have a four month old baby and just don't have time to. uh, Oh, is that your first baby as well? Yeah. yeah. Oh man, my sympathies. It is horrible (laughs) having a four month old baby. It is the. Is it sleeping? No. 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 Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.